Today, what I want to talk to you about for a few minutes from this subject, living in favor every day. Living in favor every day. Write it down. Write it down. This is your title. Living in favor every day. Psalms 5 and 12. There's some things that need to happen at the end. So take the notes, go to the podcast uh, so you can get this in case you don't get an explanation for everything. Psalms 5 and 12 says, for you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. Say that. For you, O Lord, will And what else are you going to do? You're going to bless, you will bless the righteous with favor, but you're also going to surround him with the shield. There just won't be some things that get to him or her because they're walking and living in favor every day. There's some things that happen to others and some things that happen around others because you serve a true king. He's able to put a shield around you and a guard around you. Am I making sense? So I want to proclaim, I want to proclaim, I want to make this proclamation. These are the days of your favor. These are the days of your favor. These are the days of my favor too. But I just believe God spoke that definitely to me months ago that on this Sunday, I want you to proclaim this is the time for everybody's favor. If you believe that, you don't have to stand up, but at least give God one clap. Praise God. So what is favor? I got a few things. I want to show you what favor is. They're going to put them up quickly. Favor is that irresistible charisma of Christ that wraps itself around a person who has set their lives to cooperate with the king. Favor is Jesus that wraps himself around you because you've made a commitment to serve him. Favor, the next definition, favor is the attraction of God and other resources to you that release an influence through you so that others will trust you and will cooperate with you. Favor comes on your life and people may not even like you, but they'll find themselves cooperating with you because they have a sense that God is on you. Talk to me. So tell your neighbor, don't be afraid, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of anything when this favor comes on your life. The next definition is favor. Finding favor means gaining approval, acceptance, and special benefits or blessings. When you find favor with God, now it's like God has given you an approval. It's like he's placed his hands on you. It's like he's checked you off the list. And now there are special benefits that come to you. I got a shocking profession, uh, confession in just a moment, but you're not ready for that one yet. When favor, next, next one, when favor is on your life, resources are released. When, fa- when favor comes on your life, resources are released to you that causes people to cooperate with you whether they want to or not. Favor is when people come into your space, they just feel good. They like being around you. They like the way you think. They like the perfume or the cologne you have on. It's just something about you that causes people to like you. Say it. Everybody likes me. Say it again. You didn't believe it. Everybody should like you because you like everybody. You ain't got no time when you got favor to hate nobody. You don't, you, don't have, you don't have any time to care too much about others because of what they think about you because you like them. And when they come into your space, there's no threat. Am I making sense? Finding favor, this approval that comes on your life from God, when you find it, all those benefits come with it. Does that make sense? Now, I want to talk to you just a little bit about the king's regalia. Let me say this early, and they may not even be able to put it on the screen, but I want to get this out there right now. I want to get this out there because it's thought-provoking. God is just, but he's not fair. He's a just God. So everyone's going to get his love. Everyone's going to receive faith. Everybody's going to receive power. And everybody can walk into the kingdom. But the levels of favor are different. 
Your favor will match your assignment. I'm getting to it. Depending upon what God's called you to do, if you're not called to fly all over the world and preach, you don't need a plane. If you're not planning to have 12 children, you don't need a 15,000 square foot house. Favor comes on your life because of what God may be calling you to be or do. Because we don't need any more pigs around here. We don't need any more feral hogs. I'm from the south. Y'all don't know what feral hogs are. They're wild boars that live in the woods. And they'll eat anything. And they never look up. They never look up to find out where it's coming from. They just eat. They'll eat you. If your child lays still in the yard long enough, they'll eat your child. We're not pigs. We don't need a bunch of stuff just to say we got a bunch of stuff. If we have a big assignment, we need big stuff. Say it. If I have a big assignment. Oh, yeah, that there was good. So now here's how the king's regalia works. I want to make sure you understand this before we talk about favor. When we start talking about favor, we might think that we're talking about God doing us a favor. No, he doesn't do you favors. He's the God of favor. So if there was a real king here today, this is what Hebrews 1, 8 says, and we don't see this a lot. Hebrews 8, 1 and 8, rather, 1 and 8 says, but to the son, he says, read it, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. And a scepter of righteousness is the. God is a king sitting on a throne. But it's not, I'm going to talk, I'm going to, talk to you about this. It's not the throne that's the most important. It's the scepter. Because it's the scepter which gives you favor. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Y'all sure? Is your show. So in the kingdom, there's a true king. There's a true king that reigns over all. One true king, his name is Yeshua Hamashiach. He is Jesus Christ, the Lord. No one is like him. And in his proverbial throne, on his proverbial throne, the throne is the seat of high dignity and honor. His throne is a seat of high dignity and honor. His robe. His robe signifies his majesty and his authority. A robe says, I'm royal. I'm majestic. And that's why you see in the movies, the longer the robe end, the more majestic the king is. So if there's a long robe behind him, he's telling you, I'm majestic. Don't mess with me. But they cannot compare with Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus' robe would fill the whole temple. So when Jesus walks in, there is no space for anything else. His robe, his regalia, his majesty fill the whole temple. He has no competition. So if God gives you favor, it don't matter who don't like you to have it. Because there is no other king with a robe as long as the robe of Jesus. Watch this now. His crown, though, his crown, his crown represents his divine good from God. The crown on top of a king's head means whatever I tell you, it came from God. Ha! Don't you allow no earthly king to rule you now. Don't let no government make nobody your king. Don't let no government make no prime minister your king or no president your king. There is one king. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you. Because when you put that crown on a king, you have to do what they say. And I don't have time to follow an unrighteous king. Can I get a witness? Why y'all? But the scepter, they got an image for you, I think. But the scepter, the scepter 
is the instrument the king uses when he wants to give you favor. When he's getting ready to do something in your life, he stretches out the scepter in your direction. When he does this, the scribes write it down. Which means, if he stretches it out to me, everybody writes it down. Uh, the king has decided to give Martin favor. In other words, that means uh, you can't mess with him. If you mess with him, you got to deal with the king. If you touch her life, are y'all okay with me? If, if you touch her life, you got to deal with me. So ain't nobody in the kingdom going to mess with you. That's how this works. So you still with me? So the scepter is the instrument of favor. God is just, but he's not fair. He gives favor to whom he decides. He lifts up who he wants to lift up. He blesses whom he wants to bless. And typically it comes with an assignment. You don't get favor just to sit at home. Favors for a reason. Say that. Listen to me. Favor is simply times when God is not being fair. Favor is simply times when you see favor on somebody, when you see favor on somebody, it just means God has picked a time to not necessarily be fair, but to favor. Because this person at this time needs the favor of God. I believe that's you. There was a pastor's wife in town, and I, I love her to this day because there was never any gal in her mouth. She talked to you. She didn't talk about you. She talked to you. And she said to me in a group of pastors, she said, Martin, I don't understand you, and I don't understand God. And I'm like, okay, I don't know where we're going, but let's finish this out. And I asked, are we going to do it in front of them? She said, yes. I said, okay, I'm listening. She said, I don't understand you, and I don't understand God. She said, my husband is ten times the preacher you are. He has an anointing you don't have. But I don't understand why God favors you. Shabbat it don't matter how cute you are or how ugly you are. It ain't got nothing to do with favor. It ain't got nothing to do with talent. It ain't got nothing to do with skill. It ain't got nothing to do with wisdom or know-how. But if God will favor you. Hey! About 70 favored people. Jump on your feet and say, I'm highly favored. <laughs> highly favored I don't know what to do all the time but I'm favored I make some mistakes but I'm favored I'm not smart but I'm favored I'm not brilliant but I'm I'm not even cute but I'm say hey glory now sit down. You got a southern preacher this morning. I said to her, you are absolutely right. I've always been mediocre. Always a C student. Always half doing things. Always had a struggle reading. Always had a struggle getting by, making friends, articulating myself. Always had an issue with it. But from a little boy, God told me, I'm going to be with you your whole life. So I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not betting on everything being right with me. I'm not betting on every situation being right. I'm not betting on being smart. I'm not betting on being rich so I can buy my way. I'm betting on the favor of God. Tell your neighbor, favor is all you need. You don't
don't need nothing else. You don't need nobody else. You don't need anything else to happen to you. You just need to realize you're favored. You don't need anybody to like you, don't like you, take it or leave it. Win, lose, shoot, or dribble. You're just favored. Some of y'all been running from favor. People been trying to bless you, open doors for you. They've been inviting you places and trying to get you to do stuff, but your mind is wrong. You see yourself wrong. And I'm saying to you today, you ought to finally say I'm favored. I'm favored. It's a million dollar project, but I ain't got but a hundred thousand. You don't need a... All you need is favor. I am way off. Sit down. Listen to me. When God is giving you favor, you need to watch out for two things. When God has decided to give you favor, you got to watch out for a few things. You got to make sure you, you got to make sure you understand wisdom. Because when he gives you favor, it means there's coming an assignment. And this assignment's going to be different from all the others. This assignment's not going to be like all the others. It's going to be a, a vertical assignment. It's going to be an assignment that you're going to need more than your wisdom, more than your knowledge. You're going to need to be in a place where you can hear God. You're going to need to be in a place where you're sure it's God and not you. And you're going to have to understand, not that, not that you're just with God. You're going to have to know that God is with you. Knowing that he will not embarrass you with the new assignment. Then the last thing you got to understand is that in that assignment, you've got to complete it. Because by that time, you're the only one he's got. He will have picked you at the end to do something special for him. Am I making sense? Lord have mercy. The mic, now this iPad. Jesus. So what is wisdom? Stick with me. What is wisdom? What is, stop it. I'm sorry. Uh, wisdom. Wisdom is knowing Wisdom is when you figure out what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And you don't need a degree for this. You just need the Holy Ghost. Is it okay to talk about the Holy Ghost up in this church? You know, I visit some churches in town and they don't talk about the Holy Ghost. Like, what kind of place is this? We can't talk about the Holy Ghost? Uh, even the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Wisdom is knowing what, when, and how to respond to the favor on your life. If I'm in this place and I don't belong in this place and I never could get to this place if I begged to be in this place, what am I supposed to do in this place? If I'm in a place that people couldn't buy their way into and I'm in their company, what am I assigned to do here? I can't open my mouth and show them I'm ignorant. So don't open your mouth until you have wisdom. You still with me? Okay, so wisdom is the reason for your favor. Wisdom gives favor a purpose. Your ability to discern or judge what is true, right and lasting, that's wisdom. Wisdom is the proper application of your knowledge. Now let's get to assignment. I'm trying to get done. I'm trying to get done. 
But I'm telling you, in the next seven days, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you, in the next seven days, you're going to end up in places you couldn't have bought to be in. In the next seven days, there's going to be an idea that comes to your head that no one else has thought about. In the next seven days, there's going to be a door that opens for you that you've been banging on for decades. In the next seven days, you're going to wake up in the next seven days and you're going to say to yourself, shoot, I didn't need nobody all the time. There is something deep inside of me that takes over wherever I go. In the next seven days, you're going to smell your own power. In the next seven days, you're going to take an opportunity for your authority. Stop somebody high five and say, that's what's coming, sugar. That's what's coming, baby, for you. That's what God's getting ready to do for you. That's what God, that's the door God's getting ready to open for you. That's the opportunity that God has given you. Here we go. Can I tell you? Yeah, y'all can sit. <laughs> hey. When Henry Blackaby said it, he said the the Bible is not about a bunch of heroes. In his book, Experiencing God, if you've never read it. In Experiencing God, he said, the Bible is not about a bunch of heroes. He says it's about a bunch of people that God invited into what he was doing, but it was extraordinary. <clears throat> a bunch of ordinary people that God said, come help me do this. I got an assignment for you. Mary was favored because she didn't mind being pregnant. Moses was favored because he didn't mind being ridiculed and going against Pharaoh. Can you hear what I'm saying? Paul was favored because he didn't, he didn't mind when God told him, you're going to die at the end. Favor comes with your assignment. You've been saying no to God long. You've been putting God off long enough. And that's why you're lacking favor. I don't care what no mama says. She got two kids. There is a favorite. Oh, no, there isn't. You're lying. There is a favorite. You better find out which one. Because that favorite kid, if you got more than one, that favorite kid, you better watch out for them. They got your heart in their hands. That's next month. Say it. Favor comes with position, opposition, and disposition. What I say? What I say? Let me tell you how it works. You work at a place, you don't have the degree, you don't have the years of training, but you get promoted over some who have everything needed for the job. Because the organization has favored you. Oh yeah, you've been favored. But favorite is going to come with something. Because you don't qualify, somebody going to write a letter to the boss. She does not fit this here job description. He does not have the experience. She has never supervised people. Huh? 
So the first thing you're going to get is a position. The next thing you have to prepare for is. I teach my children, don't worry about it. Soon as you make up your mind to be something, there's going to be opposition to the next level you're trying to go to. I said, don't pay, Mississippi, don't pay no attention to that. Expect it. Plan for it. Every Daniel has a, a, a Tobian. Every Esther has a Haman. Everybody in the Bible is going to have someone that says, you shouldn't be doing that. You don't have the gift to do that. And to prove you don't, we're going to oppose you. We're going to stand against you. But you got to expect the third thing. If you stay there long enough, long enough, Joseph. If you stay there long enough, Paul, in Ephesus. That spirit will be dispossessed. And it's not you making it happen. It's the favor. Say it with me. Say it again. One more time. So watch this. So now what determines the power of your influence? Your authority determines your power of influence. The question is, what determines your authority? The favor given to you in present assignment determines your authority. Huh? So what determines your elevation in assignment? Your faithfulness in your current assignment. We're not sending somebody who can't even do the job they got up to the next level. You may not have the education, but we chose you because we think you can do the job. I feel like I'm making sense. So let's just get to this. I'm going to skip all that other stuff. I'm going straight to Esther. Y'all ready? In the next five minutes, we're going to read a lot of scripture. Because I don't want you to think I've just been talking to you. Are we okay? Go to Esther 2.9. Watch this now. Esther, her mom and dad have died. She is adopted by her uncle, Mordecai. She's been adopted. And now the king's wife had a fit. She got mad at the king. He said, come to the party, sweetheart. Put on your robe, please. I want all the kings from around the earth to meet you. You're the most beautiful woman in the world, and I want them to see you. She wasn't feeling it that day. She didn't want to come. He called her again. Please come. Please, you don't have to stay long. Just come. She said, mm-mm, I'm not coming. One of the king's men came to him and said, we can't have this in our kingdom. All the kings of the earth are here, and you're the biggest, baddest king here. We can't have them thinking that there's trouble in your home. We can't have them thinking that the queen is not for this. So I'm going to go talk to her. As the story goes, went and talked to the queen. She said, look, I'm through. I'm done. I don't want no more of this. They said, okay. Went back to the king and said, you need a queen. You got to have a queen. Come on, brother. You got to have a queen. You can't give birth to your own seed. You need a king. How are we going to get a queen? They say, call all the beautiful girls to the, I'm sorry, this is just what it was. Call all the fine women to the castle. Go, go pick the prettiest ones, the fine ones, the smart ones. The king is a little old, so go bring one. Go bring the ones that'll make an old man drop to his
when he see one of these women, we want it to be like Theo on the Huxtables. Her name will not be Justine, Justine. No, no. We want a girl that when the king see her, he says, Justine, Justine. Y'all don't even watch the good shows. So they gathered all the women. They gathered hundreds of them. Esther was one of them. Now she's in a contest. We pick up reading here that when he took them to the eunuchs, these are the men who get them ready to see the king. These men have been castrated. Too much, isn't it? They have been castrated so they could never have intimacy with the women. Too much. Read what happens. <laughs> Girl, before you marry that dude, you better have your daddy look at him. You better have your mama look at his fourth grade picture. saying you need to know I'm way off read when the young woman please him this is the unit and what happened what she get there are thousands of women there and one girl he said huh I'm gonna just give you favor she didn't ask for it you didn't get that job because you're smart. You got it because you're favored. When you go to interview, don't try to wow them with how smart you are. Walk in there with that glow on you. And she obtained favor in his sight. So he readily... Besides her allowance, I'm going to get all y'all some ruage, some lipstick, and I'm going to give you some of uh, <laughs> I don't even know what other kind of makeup is there. Lipstick, rouge, and eyeliner. That's what you get. So if you ain't got no eyebrows, you can build your some. <laughs> he came to Esther, though. He said, oh boy, you get the ruage, ruage. You get the lipstick, the eyeliner. Sister girl, tell me what else she got. She got some false eyelashes. <laughs> All the other girls are watching him give her the extra. Oh yeah, baby. The dude just walked up to her and said, Abrah, here's a $1,000 gift card to the Mac counter. Just go do what you got to do. You know what make you cute, sugar. Go ahead and get cute because I don't want the king to pass by you. They might be giving out desktops where you work, but some of you going to get the desktop, the laptop, the iPad, and the phone. Don't go trying to explain that to everybody. Well, I don't know. Uh, 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 you know, I, 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 uh, you know, uh, uh, and then you lie. I just bought it myself because you don't want them to think that they gave you favor. Stand up straight, look them in the eye, and say, I don't know why he favored me. I don't know what happened, but I didn't pay nothing for this stuff. It's just the favor of God. Keep reading. What we got next? Look at what he gave her. She's a bond slave. 
Read it. Then. Oh, girl, you ought to forget everybody around you and just get up on your feet. And like, She came in as a bond servant. Now they're giving her people to help her get ready. By the way, that's my woman over there. I'm all man. Next scripture. We're not going to let you stay with the rest of these girls. We got you a condo. For you and your girls. Y'all not, I know you're getting tired of this, but I'm going to push favor till I have to push it down your throat. God wants to favor you. Next verse. Watch this now. Watch this. Now when, watch. Now when the turn came for Esther, the daughter of Abinhal, the uncle of Mordecai, what happened? To go to the king, what happened? Esther, you want to take anything with you? No, y'all pick what you want. But the guy who knows the king told me what to put on. He's already given it to me. I don't need nothing else because he knows the king. So I don't need nothing else to take with me. I'm just going to walk up in there with the stuff he gave me. Read what happened. Y'all, I'm taking too long. Come on. Hey, what happened? And Esther? She couldn't walk past nobody without somebody saying, girl, who are you? Where are you from? Who are your people? Why do I like you? I don't know, girl. You're supposed to like me. Okay, where am I at? Next one. Next one. Now the king gonna see her. <laughs> it's so funny. Every time I read this, I say, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's what happened. That little girl that was going to that little church in Brookhaven, Mississippi, I would see her sitting on the front row with them bobby socks on. I said, oh, how cute. She's so cute. Man, I'm in grad school. And that chick shows up, some girls walking on campus couldn't see her face because her other side was pointed toward me. And I said, good Lord, who in the world is that? She is new on campus. And you know, I'm, 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 I'm fresh in grad school, so I'm not even a senior. I have seniority. So I wanted to speak to her. The closer I got, I said, she walked kind of familiar, little girl. I said, hey, how you doing? Turn around, it was Linnell. I said, oh, Jesus. Woo! And because I wasn't ready to live right, I ran. Because I knew her daddy and her mama and her uncles. She had seven, eight of them. And her aunts, about seven of them. Fourteen children. I knew her pastor and I said, oh God, I ran. Read it. That's all. The king. Ask your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. He just saw her. What you talking about? You love her. Ladies, have you ever had a man walk up to you and say, wow, I've never seen you before, but I just love you. I am so, I think it's love at first sight. What'd you say? Come on, talk to me, ladies. You don't even know me. You can't love me. Spell love. I'm just telling you it happens. You're going to be my wife. I love you. You got a job? Not yet, but I'm going to get one. She obtained grace. And favor in his sight. More. 
So he said, forget the rest of the pageant. I don't need to see no more women. This one right here, this is the pick. Where Freddie at? Where Freddie at? Where Freddie at? Come here, Freddie. Now you got 60 seconds now. I'm going to take the mic now. <laughs> Freddie was talking about his wife this morning. She was blushing. What'd you say about her, Freddie? You got 60 seconds. You're a jewel. You're a precious jewel. And I don't consider you to be uh, this new. This. The word you used was cosmetic jewelry. Cosmetic. <laughs> you know, Chico's, all that stuff. I want to go to diamonds. That's, how she, that's what she is. He said, that's what you are to me. You're not some costume jewelry. I don't just throw you in a box. That's what you are to me. She's like, oh, quit it. So he set a royal crown upon her head. Say favor. Say favor again. So now let's go, let, let's go to Esther 4. I'm not going to get distracted no more. Say with me, favor has an assignment. Watch this now. All the king's servants and the people of the king's province. Listen to, what, listen to what's happening here. Finally, she's the queen. And she finds out Haman wants to kill her people. Favor has an assignment. If you're not willing to stick your neck out, the favor leaves. Well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And God says, okay. You don't have to do that. But you leave my favor behind. You can't take this with you into your chosen world. You better hear me. Okay. Read it. Read it. It's up there. Come on. Watch what's happening now. Mordecai says, Haman is getting ready to kill all our people. He's getting ready to call all the, kill all the Jews. Say, so you need to go talk to the king. You need to go tell him that you're a Jew. Because she hadn't told him till now. Esther told him, uh-uh, that ain't how it worked. I cannot go and see the king unless he invites me. And only those he invites gets the scepter. I haven't been invited. See, the next verse is going to help you out, sugar lump. Let's go to the next verse. It's going to help you out. It's going to help you out. I myself, okay, good. And Mordecai, what did he say? Go back and talk to her. What, do you, what, 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 what does he want to tell them? You up there, girl, because there's favor on your life. Don't think that because you're up there that Haman's not going to kill you too. Read. If you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. But you and your father's house, everybody's going to be wiped out. Favor was given to you for a new assignment. In the same place, but a higher assignment. Higher levels of service. Higher levels of serving God. Come on. Go to the next one now. Go to the next one now. Mordecai went on his way. No, 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 The 16th verse, right? Here's what she said, which is what you just did. 
What did she say? Go. My maids and I. Come on, sing it, Sunday school. Oh, y'all bad. So it's bad. It's bad. If I perish, let me perish. But I'm going to see the king. I've not been invited. I don't know if he'll lift out the scepter, but I'm going. Because this is my assignment. This is why I'm alive. This is what gives me life. So I have to go. Next verse. Watch this now. So Mordecai went his way. Next verse. Come on, keep going. She went there and stood there. When she was not invited, but what she put on, she put on the robe he gave her, the robe of favor. She put it on, put on her crown he gave her, and she just stood there. What happened next? Facing the entrance of the house. Next verse. So it was when the standing. He gave her favor and said, I know you didn't come at the right time, sweetheart, but for you, it's always the right time. You can interrupt the king in the middle of his duties. You can interrupt the king while he's doing big stuff for the kingdom. He lifted out his scepter. She went to the scepter and said, I receive your favor. I receive your favor. I heard you, Holy Spirit. I, I heard you. I heard you. Ain't nobody in a hurry, but those were in a hurry. I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. And the king said to her, this is the third verse. What do you want? Wisdom. What is your request? Because I can only give you up to half of my kingdom. Okay. Two of you are going to get this. <laughs> two, of, two of you are going to get this. Now I'm God. You came out of me. So you're God too. I'm forever God. Big G. You're my child, the child of God, little g. And because I'm God and you are too, I can't give you 1, 10, 20, 30, 40%. I have to make you equal to me. So he says, what do you want? I can give you half the kingdom. That's all I, I can't give you any more but I surely can't give you any less. Two people. She's using a wisdom now. She says, mm, I can't just bust out and say that Haman, the closest guy next to you, wants to kill my people. And I can't tell you I'm a Jew right now. That'd be too much for you. So why don't y'all come to a party? You and Haman. She used her wisdom and Haman hung himself rescuing the Jews and now making Mordecai second to the king. That's how she used her power and her position in the new assignment. Am I making sense? I want to do something right now. I want to do something right now before I end. And I want to show you what favor looks like. I want you to understand what favor looks like. 
that everyone, everyone else may be walking around in the dark, trying to figure what life is, trying to figure it out what life is. But for you, everywhere you go, when you show up in a place of assignment, God's going to shine a light on you that's not on everybody else. You're going to glow in the dark. People are going to see you when they don't see anyone else. There are going to be deals on the table and they'll just pick yours. It may not be the best written. It may not be the best represented, but it will be you that's chosen. Why? Why will it be chosen? Because of the favor of God on your life. Can I show you something else? Let me show you what favor looks like. Sometimes when others are still walking in the dark and you might be in the place, you might be in the place where you're not sure you're with God. You're not sure if God is with you. You're trying to just figure it out. Everybody sees the smile on your face, but they can't see the consternation in your mind. And everybody's trying to figure out if you're with God or not. And in that very moment, when God wants you to know he's with you, he'll just shine a light on you that makes you a person of favor is not fair. Everybody's not going to have a light shining on them all the time. But I'm here to tell you, these are the days of your favor. Can I show you what favor looks like? Can I show you what favor looks like? There's coming a day when God's going to choose to elevate you. He's going to take you up some steps. He's going to cause you to do quantum leaps. He's going to cause you to get past people that have better degrees, have better, have better lineage. They have more money. They have more power. They're cuter. Their clothes are better than yours. But God's going to cause you to bring you out of a place where nothing else is happening. He's going to elevate you. He's going to order your steps. He's going to make you go up some levels. And you're going to wonder, God, how can I behave at this level? How can I do what you're calling me to do at this new level? God just says, just go to where I tell you. When you show up where I tell you to show up, I'm going to shine a light on you. There's going to be glory and favor and power in your life. If you believe it's time for your favor, stand up on your feet. Give God praise in this house.